today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Nath here. Courtney here. Jacob here. And uh, we are going to start with Kanye West. There were problems last night at his Donda 2 listening party. Kanye was, you know, really, really upset. And I understand it. Um, his the- microphone was a mess. And he ended up just throwing it in disgust. Well, this was such a big moment for him. This was like his new platform, like the stem player. And he was releasing the Donda 2. And the audio was terrible. Everyone watching it was like, what is happening? Not like just like through like one song throughout the whole entire event of it. It was all bad. And and he just, you know, it was clear he was trying yes. to get through this. But like, did they not have rehearsals before? Like, that's what I'm confused. Like, how was the sound that bad throughout the whole entire event? I, I mean, Where listen, there's nothing? Yeah, but they're trying to auto-tune while they're doing a live performance. And granted, that's something that's common when you do these performances. A lot of rappers use auto-tune. Yeah. But I feel like there's bound to be some problem when you try doing that. Yeah, but usually but they're this... able to get through it. I mean, he was able to get through the do- the original Donda with no problem. Multiple show after show times, after show. yeah. Well, but well, we've seen other celebrities have issues like this on set we've seen elton john go nuclear when he's on set and the sound system doesn't work we've we all obviously know about adele was like having issues with her sound system you for know, her you, vegas show you know, do you know who actually had a problem and i noticed this um uh during the super bowl halftime show did you notice at the very beginning dr dre was playing with his his uh, audio pack and you could see him kind of reaching down. Oh, like fumbling with it? I thought he was just it? dancing. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> That's he, your I dancing, Jacob. It, it, it was very clear he was trying to get, he was trying to adjust it and did. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there are often audio problems, but this was a persistent audio problem. He, he got, threw he, that mic. Just boom. Because there was also looks like there was like a water effect like going on. And he just launched it And never it. picked it up again. Never no. picked it up. Well, and even uh, Playboy Cardi's, his whole entire performance was... Terrible. Can I say that that legitimately gave me nightmares? Did yes. you see that Playboy of Cardi walkout? This was, is not a shot at Cardi. That was his whole point. He was trying to be like the Joker from Batman. He came out demonic and he came out <laughs> like, <laughs> screaming to the top of his lungs. It was honestly terrifying. So many people are talking about this, this online. This gave you nightmares? Oh, oh Hardy. Yeah, yeah, I assume with his nightlight on last night. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. did come in an hour early today, so probably had lack of sleep, right? I'm telling you, you could also tell by the bags underneath my eyes, but oh my I'm also telling you that the whole point of this was to be scary, and it truly was. Oh my By God. the way, I was also just talking about like how like out of sync he was, like with the microphone and like the audio. That was a consistent. I wasn't talking about having night. nightmares. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, no. But Courtney brings up a good point. You know, last night during the live stream, a lot of these rappers were singing over their recorded songs mm-hmm. and were totally out of sync, and it I was... thought it was revealing for a lot of rap performances where you hear the songs being played in the stadium, and they're also trying to rap over it, but they're just not going at the exact same time at all. By the way, some new uh, Kim K-inspired lyrics. He dropped a song called Security at Risk, and the lyric was, I put your... Oh, well, let's play it, actually. Tell your mama, come give me a kiss. Security, gonna need security for this. I ain't getting frisked. I put your security at risk. I ain't getting frisked. Don't put the security at risk. Never take the family picture off the fridge. Never stand between a man and his kids. Y'all ain't got enough security for this. Y'all ain't got enough security for this. I married the best rapper of all time. Not only that, he 
he's the richest black man in America. A talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. Okay. Let's, that is... let's talk about this because Kim Kardashian, remember, texted or I posted something saying, you are putting Pete's security or Pete's, Pete's life, at risk. life at risk. Kim texted Kanye yeah. that Kanye posted it publicly. So he seems to be playing off of this mm -hmm. saying, yeah, security at risk. That's bizarre. It's too intense. Like, I don't understand, like, why he's, like, really doing it, but he, like, thinks it's funny. It's, like, crossing a line now, and it's, it's like, not obsessive. even— obsessive. Yeah, it's not—I don't I don't. But understand. is he saying—I'm asking, because I don't know. Is he saying—I mean, I, look, I know Kanye West is not threatening uh, Pete Davidson, but is he saying his security is at risk? Uh, yeah, he's— I mean, like, was that I, really I, I didn't feel like I don't know. I'm asking. Pete. I felt like it was more about like, like what like he's Kim? saying to Kim, yeah, and like being well, like around saying, like the kids. He's, he's not saying Kim's security is at risk because but he's had issues with her security. Yeah, but that. But remember, it was Kim saying you're you, putting Pete's, you're life, putting at, Pete's life at risk by the things you're saying because and if someone attacks him, it will be your fault. And so it seems like this goes back to Pete because then he starts doing this whole thing about Kim saying. Um, it's an homage to Kim that my picture is up on your refrigerator. Do not get in the way of my kids. He's mm -hmm. not talking to Kim. He's talking to Pete. Yeah, that, that's interesting that that's how you took it. I thought this was referring to North's birthday party. Chicago. He, Chicago. Chicago. Well, how, what does that have to do with security? Well, was because he, he had at risk. At risk. Well, I guess not at risk, but I just but thought But that's what he says. He keep, it's all about security at risk. Security at risk. Security at risk. So what's, I think you're the only person on that side, Harvey. All of the, us think it has to do with her security. Because I remember think it's when both it's, of them. Well, that, if it's her security, they're not at risk. What is they it? are? If he shows up and they try to stand between him and his kids, they are at risk. That's he's not saying the security. He's attacking the security. The seems. Well, and to then go when back. he says you don't become between my family, then like so. Who's he is, talking about? It has to be Pete. That when seems he says to be that what he's it. saying. But remember, there was that rant he said where he said that the security tried to block him because Kim told them not to let him right. into the party. But he yeah. let he let that go and said, yeah, but they let me in, and now he's talking about security is at risk. His security is not at risk. Pete was at risk, and yeah. that's the weird thing about this. The whole, I don't know how to interpret North Kanye. was also at risk. <laughs> like, no, that's the, like, well, wasn't North also at risk by being on TikTok? And that was something that he really railed against. But that has nothing to do with security. See, well, it's her well, security. See, no, no, no. Well, but you're, you're assuming like, security means human beings. I'm thinking the your, sec security and getting your security is at risk. It's not about security guards. It's about a person who's at risk. Yeah. Your security is at risk. I don't know. It's bizarre. Well, okay. he said that he would be the one to attack Pete like himself, so we, no one else do it. We are going to move on. Um, explain Aaron Rodgers to me. What, <laughs> what, what, I, 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 I don't understand what this is about. Him that saying that he's still in love with Shane Lee Woodley after the breakup? He's posting pictures of her with, uh, with her head on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. He is saying he loves her. Which some people think is a Still recent loves. photo, yeah. by the way. So some people think that they actually got back together, and that's what this post was. But then, of course, it could also be one of two things. It could be him 
being sad because he got dumped and he's trying to get her back. Or it could be that he broke up with her and here he is like trying to look like a good guy. The whole entire post felt past tense to me though. So I feel like they're not back together. No, they're definitely not back together. But I actually think what Charlie said is a really good point. I think he could have been the one who ended this. Maybe it was his fault, the reason why they split up, but he still wants to keep the image of being a good guy. So he's saying how much he loves her. Do you know how mean her. that is to the girl to like post like, oh, I yeah, just want I to think be a good guy that I broke up with you, but I still love you. Let me post like this photo I, I think you. he got dumped and he is trying to get her back and remind her about like how much love they had in their relationship. I, I get what Courtney's saying. It is manipulative to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, you could not want to be in a relationship with someone and still really care about them. Oh, do tell, Jacob. Do tell. Well, this, you know, let's just stick on air. <laughs> but, but, but I think that's what could be the case here. The, I, it, Aaron. It, the weird thing, again, I mean, look, I mean, this is just, I guess, the way of the world. Why did he do this publicly? If you want to say this to somebody, you say it to them, you maybe text them or email them, but why put it out to the world? Because she's he's probably blocked. You can block people on your phone and no one really emails these days. And if you can't text the person, you can't call the person, well, the best way is to other? get them on social media. Well, you can. I meant block yeah. on the phone. There you can are, mute but, somebody uh, on the phone. There are still ways you to reach out to her. Uh, yeah. And I this mean, is one of the main ways now, Harvey. Social media people use to communicate. Yeah, but he well, can no, reach you, out. You, Him you, and Miles tell her. You can communicate, but you don't say everything about your life on social media. Yes, you do. But, yeah. not, if you're, but not if you're Aaron Rodgers. Not if you're like yeah. in the actual like spotlight. Like you don't want to put everything out there. No, but and the especially reason- this. But like they have to confirm it somehow. Was this their way of confirming it? Well, I just think. Well, no, they didn't. Con- what did they confirm? That it's more confusing it than- because he was like, I still like I'm in love with you. So I feel like that still is a confirmation that they broke up. Can you say to somebody, I still love her, even if you've broken up with them? Yes, yeah, you can. definitely. It's yeah. out, Jacob. So a hundred percent. So like, there's more to unpack <laughs> with Jacob over here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. So, <laughs> so they are not together. I feel like no. You think that Who they knows? are? I mean, the you reason that the photo looks like it's recent because you so like you feel like they are back together. I think they are back together, but I think the reasons why that we know of them breaking up like don't really equal like an end all be all like breakup. Like they they had said basically that they broke up because Shailene felt like neglected and Aaron was focusing on his football career. Well, that was a re- that, that was that was a report. Mm-hmm. We have no idea if that's true. Yeah, and by I mean, the way, it doesn't that, seem true. That made. No sense. No to me. sense. It's like Aaron because Ro- she okay. dated him. By the way, he's a football quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and, and he plays been. in the NFL, and they have a season. And when they have a season, they're on the road a lot and they practice a lot. So it's not like a surprise to anybody. No. And were they together and, for two seasons? For and two the, football seasons? And you know, it's been to, a couple years. And, yeah. yeah. And to say she was neglected, they were together in quarantine. Yeah. And so it, it I don't buy that story And they at did all. a lot of trips together. Like we saw them in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, they were in Hawaii yeah. with Miles Teller. Yeah. And yeah. then when he had the vaccination uh, controversy, she stood, she stood by, by him. Yeah. Which, fiercely. Which, which he said, by the way, you had my back. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm sorry. Did you hear what he said on the Pat McAfee show yesterday about that? I he, think we have the sound. We should play it. Yeah. Let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the, the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning in. Just for a specific, uh, maybe news or decision, there will be no news today, no decision on, on my future. Uh, as I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day Panchakarma. Uh, look that up. Uh, I know you did after we talked. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, 
cleanse that you know originated in India. It's been going on for thousands of years, and it's something I've done in the off season. So I'm just getting my head above above the sand now and uh, seeing what's going on out there. But um, but no decision about my future today. Yeah, this guy's down bad. Okay, I mean, well, on. he's I'm talking out. about the retirement um, portion questions, of it. right? I've been out of yeah. a 12 day. Karma? What, yeah, that's no, it's, it's, it's a cleanse. It's a cleanse. Yeah. I mean, it, it just seems like he and Shailene are perfect for each I other. I know, because, right? <laughs> yeah. She seems like so into that. I yeah, feel like no. she taught him how to do that. I, like, you know that's yes, true, right? Like, We've seen so her weird. like protest, like the pipeline situation. Yeah, they seem and, perfect. Yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, we got to move on. Obama. So Ugh. the Obamas have bought this incredible property in mm -hmm. Oahu, Hawaii. And, you know, it is, it's 5,000 square feet. A lot of people are saying it's their retirement home. I don't know if it's a retirement home. First of all, I it's have no idea. It's weird to retire in Hawaii, I well, feel. I, well, it's not is weird. Is it? I feel like really? it's exactly I feel, but, right. yeah. but I don't think Don't you want to be around people? Look, no, Jim, not when you're retiring. Jimmy Carter is in his mid-90s and not retired. Presidents typically <laughs> don't retire. They do things for the rest of their lives. And I, 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 Obama's going to do that. So when we talk about retirement, I don't think this is true it's retirement. I mean, in a way, he's already retired because he's done with politics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, now he's doing what presidents do post-presidency, mm -hmm. and he'll do that for the rest of his life. So he has this incredible place in Martha's Vineyard on the East oh, Coast. But so now pretty. he's got this place that's almost done on the, you know, far West Coast, not even the coast. They like their little secluded islands. Secluded? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Courtney. <laughs> almost got it. So this is the house that they used in Magnum P.I., um, and they bought it like five, four, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's the house that we, you, if you watch Magnum PI, you would see this house. So they tore that house down, built this new one, not without controversy. Well, it, the controversy is that environmentalists are mad because the wall that's used to keep the seawall, the seawall that's used to keep the ocean away from their beachfront property, uh, derails the coastal line. Correct? It's yeah. It's yeah, they're, they're worried about erosion. they're worried about erosion. Yeah, and. If the, you know, they they feel like that seawall should be torn down. The, they say Did they the, build it, the Obamas? Did they put it there or was it already there before? No, I, I think it was already there. But I think what they did was they said, um, according to the environmentalists, they found some loophole in the law. Now, I don't know what loophole means. What I do know loophole means, at least, is that it's not illegal what they did. Mm -hmm. It's just they found something in the law that allowed them to maintain a seawall. And the environmentalists are saying we don't want the seawall and the Obamas are keeping the seawall. That said, 
this house looks amazing. It's a house, and it's also a legacy purchase. You got to keep in mind, Obama is from Hawaii. Can yeah. you imagine like being from humble beginnings from a place like Hawaii, and you were pro- and you grew up with a single mother, and c- going back and building this multi-million-dollar estate? I mean, that's like um, three your life coming acres. Full circle. It's so pretty. But I'm so confused about the seawall thing. Why would they want to keep a seawall if if they took it down? It would prevent any kind of erosion. It Wouldn't protects- they want to protect their house from erosion? Well, that's no, exactly it pr- why. no, it protects their house, the seawall. Yeah, but they, but I guess from an environmental standpoint, it's, it's hurting not a the good beach. Thing. Yeah, but it, yeah, just, they it just should, sounds uh, like everyone just feels that Obama's like a hypocrite because he was such an environmentalist, and now it's like yeah, you're doing it, this. But uh, it's like, come he, on, you know what? A, I don't no, know. Nobody is a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, there are people. It reminds me when 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 I was a reporter uh, at CBS in Los Angeles, and I did this story on. Uh, celebrity, we were doing a story when there was a severe water shortage in LA. Mm-hmm. And we were doing a story about, you know, celebrities, are, are they conservationists, are they water hogs or what? And we went to the Beverly Hills City Hall and we started looking through uh, the water usage. Yeah. And, you know, some of the celebrities were using a lot of water. And I remember Elizabeth Montgomery, who was the star of Bewitched, I actually went to her house and she invited me in and she showed me what she was doing. And and she didn't show me this part, but she would take baths and then take the water from the bathtub and use it to water her plants. Hey, reduce, reuse, recycle. The only reason I'm saying it is it was so extreme that you can't expect everybody to do that and say they're only good if they do that. If people do enough, you know, it's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like people who try to not eat as much meat, yeah. but they're not vegan. Yeah. They're still doing they more than- They cut Mondays. They're, they're still, still doing, doing some more. meatless yeah. Mondays. And, they, yeah. and yeah. come on, I mean, the Obamas have done their share. They have done, and they've put a lot of spotlight on it. Okay, so this is really interesting because we talked about this on Monday with Bill Maher, mm-hmm. and I think this is an extension of it with a different country. Remember, with Bill Maher, we talked about the fact that all these stars were apologizing, or, or not apologizing, they were rationalizing why they would still do business in China because yep. they were making a lot of money. Well, Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson <laughs> says this. Huh, we know they killed Washington Post reporter uh, Jamal Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. They executed people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I ever consider it, meaning going over there? And he says, because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to shape how the PGA tour operates. Yes. So he's yep. obviously talking about Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, wow. I mean, boy, if and Bill if Bill if Bill Maher's point was not, you know, dead on, this really underscores. It does it. because his sponsor one of his biggest sponsors, KPMG, uh, dropped him, dropped him immediately and said, We wish him all the best of luck. And that's all they said. How could he say How? this? He well, could say it because it's a money-making opportunity. Well, I guess and isn't being, at the same I, time, that's he's the He's being honest. He is he being is. honest. Does that, like, and you know what? Even if it's in the interest of another country, isn't making money the most American thing there is, honestly? And I get that everyone's saying it's not patriotic, but at the same time, since well, you're an infant, also, you're told if you're making a, money, you're successful. Also, so having controversial allies is also very American. Sure. We have, a, yeah. I mean, just the country in general has so many controversial allies. I mean, if we're really dedicated to human rights this way and we are, ta- you know, look, I mean, it, and again, this is kind of on the theme of what today is, which mm-hmm. is nobody's perfect. And we we just talked about that a minute ago. At the same time, it's one thing 
you know. Where's it, the line? I, I, it, well, I mean, if if we're really concerned about, you know, human rights violations and everything else. Equality. You're yeah. basically saying, yeah, they hate gays. Yeah, they kill journalists. But God, we can make a lot of money. And this has I been mean, a that's, thing that's, with that's the takeaway. Bro, we've seen WWE go over to Saudi yeah, Arabia. And that was very controversial yeah. when Justin Bieber, I think, had a concert there. That was really controversial. So whenever you see people go over there, yeah. Celebrities yeah. have done these private events over but, there. Uh, exactly. Again, I just think he's a product of our capitalistic society. That's my take. But I'll read his apology part of it. Well, that's interesting because he did apologize. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you guys can tell me how peddling. genuine you think it was. It was a long apology, but this was the part that stood out to me. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and many have been shared with the public. My intent was never to hurt anyone. And I'm so sorry to the people I negatively impacted. This has always been about supporting the players and the game, and I appreciate all the people who have given me the benefit of the doubt. I yeah. don't think that's a great apology. There was a lot more. There was. But I'd say those, that was kind of the crux I gotta of it. say, I, I, he's being honest. I mean, you may disagree with him, but he's being honest. It's sort well, of like- Well, he said that they were taking out I of I mean, context. because when you, when you, well, yeah, but well, look, when you look at all of the, you know, when you look at what's going on with the Olympics that were going over there, and that, you know, and that you've got- uh, you know, John Cena apologizing in Chinese mm -hmm. for crossing the China, the Chinese government yeah. about to, uh, Taiwan. You know, at at a point, he's just saying the truth, which is I'm doing it because I'm making a lot of money, and so is the PGA. Sure, and he, maybe he's just trying to cover his tracks. Granted, all all the injustices that are happening in Saudi Arabia. Maybe he's now the question is, is he going to go? Of course he's going to go. I think but the, is there is go. something to be said about, you know, Westerners going to the Middle East or to countries that maybe we don't really jive best with. And like having those people be exposed to Westerners and like having a better relationship. So when you like yeah, but say, what people I'm are not going to go there. But what people are exposed to them, like you have to, I don't know, there's a human right. element where there's like. But saying I'm not going there because you guys are wrong, those people that do live there that, you know, this is their everyday life, they're going to be yeah, like, but wow, then you're just it giving, just creates but more of the, a feud. But where's the tourism money going? It's not going to the people that, like, actually need it in the country. It's only going to power the wrong people in the country. Well, that's at with every point, event. But at some point, you have to take a stand and, like, not go to those countries. But when you take a stand, the innocent people get hurt. And they, they don't get hurt, like they get hurt even more. a lot more if you keep feeding into, like, the economics of those people that have the power now. I don't know. It's like I State of it, the Union. Dude, right I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> no, that was actually really good. I mean, there are two points of view on yeah. this thing. Uh, anyway, I, it's just again, it's interesting that Bill Maher says this on Friday night, and then it's happening now, and, and it's happening again with another country yeah. with the same principle here. Anyway, we will see you Friday, folks.